0: HVAC 360 is brought to you today by Construction Cruise Lines. Need a vacation but afraid that you'll miss work? Well, come aboard to Construction Cruise Lines. Our fleet of vessels are just barely seaworthy as they're still under construction. On board, you'll enjoy the familiarity of Roach Coach-themed buffet lines and drink orders that are constantly delayed and delivered wrong. Don't forget to pack your PPE. Construction cruise lines will be a getaway that you'll never forget. Welcome back. This is episode number 98, 82 away from the big 100. Matt Nelson here, your host for HVAC 360, helping you go further and faster in the field of HVAC. How do we do that? Well, We talk about stories, interviews, and we share best practices. Um, If these podcasts aren't enough, I implore you to go to my growing mailing list at HVAC360.com and become part of that community where I share stuff on a weekly basis like playing games, educational opportunities, and things like that. All right, so what's up for this week? This week, I want to talk about using new products in your design. I'm doing this in conjunction with a... Uh, I'm removing, I'm pulling the plug on one of my early episodes, episode number five. Um, that was on the dolphin system, if you remember. And longtime listeners will remember that I also have a follow up episode, uh, kind of in a similar vein, uh, episode number 35. And that was dealing with non chemical water treatment devices. And that was with uh, Dr. Janet Stout, who had done this uh, very complicated and inclusive uh, research project. Um, in actually analyzing the uh, the claims of these devices, and it was very very compelling and something that that really changed my mind about um, you know all this and, and Dr. Jan stout just, just so you know is a Legionella expert um, so if you haven't listened to that episode, I implore you to go back to number thirty five listen to that episode um, because that was that was a good one so um what happened? I mean, that was I, when I did the interview, it was back in 2010. I talked to 2012 when I talked to uh, Doctor Stout, and in 2015, did a little research. Uh, Dolphin was actually bought out by Evapco, the uh, cooling tower manufacturer. So uh, it's still around; it's still in use. Um, and I found it, I found it interesting because I did re-listen to the episode, and it see it still seems like a possible a plausible. Uh, Not a possible, a plausible solution uh, to chemical, you know, an alternative to chemical water treatment. Um, you know, however, I know that's the not, you know, I know that's not the case anymore. Um, but it, I also found it interesting when I was listening to the episode that they found it even back then, they found it necessary to pair this product with a water treatment professional for monitoring purposes. So it wasn't something, I mean, it's, it was a very simple product. I mean, it seemed like you could just plug it in and let it go and have it do its thing. But uh, you really need to, you can't abdicate responsibility. Before your chemical water treatment, you could end up with uh, just you know growing Legionella in your cooling tower, and that's that's not the case. Um, so they were very kind of you know up you know very very forward uh, saying that hey you know what you're gonna you're gonna still need to you know watch your system you're gonna still need to drain it down you're still need need to clean it uh, just add our product on with it as well so. You know, this is one of the first products that I've ever used that I'm I'm kind of had you know sort of a, a designer's remorse if that's actually a word. Um, so designer's remorse on it, and I and I'm like you know what, there are people out there that are still using this product, and if they don't have that proper monitoring, um, it's gonna it's it it could turn bad at some point in time. Uh, so you still have to be very diligent about using new products. So, uh, new product. I just wanted to talk about briefly um, to follow this up. How do you evaluate new products? Um, you know that are that that could be considered cutting edge or very very different or not the standard. Um, and I and I think the first thing that you have to do, uh, you have to be able to say, you know, who's who's the driver? Who's who's really wanting this product Um, you know is it the owner is it uh, the head of your mechanical engineering department is it a uh, manufacturer's rep that's saying hey you know this is a a great new product Um, and you really I I guess the first thing that you want to be able to do once you uh, identify who the driver is to really to find out why 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 do they want this what's the benefit that they see uh, that is uh, you know going to be so great uh, to be able to institute this on your project um, I mean, remember that if it's if it's a manufacturer's rep pushing this product, that's their job. Their job is to uh, make a compelling argument why you should include their products in your design um, If it's the owner, maybe you need to educate the owner a little bit more maybe there's something that you can add to their knowledge base or is it something that hey you know what their people are coming back their maintenance staff are coming back and saying hey, it's so great uh, because of X, y, and Z and maybe that's something that you need to kind of incorporate it into this you know this vetting process. Um, and maybe it's, you know, if it's your department head, maybe it's, uh, you know, why does, you know, why do they want to use it? It, it? Maybe it's something that they, they really want to see if it works or not. But, you know, frankly, <laughs> you, you have to have uh, the owner's best interest in mind. Um, there are a lot of new bells and whistles out there that that seem great, uh, but for a lot of reasons just fall on their face, Um you know, quite frankly. Um, A couple other things that, uh, you know, when we talk about manufacturers' reps – you know, sometimes when you find out about new products, um, it's the rep that's coming in there and talking about it to you. Um, but if it's if it's complicated or it's something that's new and they're still learning about it, uh, typically what you're going to find is you're going to find the uh, like somebody from the manufacturer themselves coming in with the rep and talking about it. I mean, that you know, not necessarily in its in and of itself, uh, because it's a great a great opportunity to hear some expert wisdom. Um, you know, you can hear these you know. You'll have this in you know when you're dealing with learning about pumps or fans or anything that's been around for a while, but especially when you're learning about a new product that's kind of fancy. If you have somebody from the manufacturer that's kind of required because the uh, the rep doesn't know too much, maybe that's a little red flag that you put up, and you're like, okay, we're going to put a pin in that. We're going to come back to it, and and. Understand why um, for, some, for some other reasons. Um, and, and again, I guess the, the last thing is um, don't add things just blindly, just don't add things because. So number two, what's the benefit? I mean, that's once you find out who the driver is, what's the benefit that you can get uh, from this product? I mean, is it significant? Um, You know, and I always default to the fact that you know you want to keep it simple. Um, You know, is is there an ROI that an owner sees? Maybe that's why they like Um, it—a return on investment. What what do you want? um, you know, because you're going to have to ultimately weigh the, weigh this against the pros and the cons. Um, you know, number three on the, on the con side, you know, will maintenance staff understand it? Um, there's been scenarios and especially with this product, uh, this, uh, chemical treatment dolphin system, um, where the maintenance staff didn't understand it. They thought it was a bunch of hooey and they just unplugged it. Um, so that was something that, uh, you know, at the time we're like, Hey, you know what? You're going to have to even more closely monitor it, but here's something that that we put in your system that we think has a benefit um, that you're kind of just, you know, um, avoiding. And and I think that that's, you know, especially when you're dealing with things that are a little bit more complicated, um, that's when the maintenance staff is going to kind of revert to what they know, the tried and true measure. Um, You know, I I think a lot of maintenance staff don't necessarily have high regard for engineers, um, so a lot of times, especially when, you know, they see examples of engineers doing, you know, silly things and, and why do they design it this way? Don't they understand? Um, so when they don't have faith in the engineer, then they're not going to, you know, try to use, you know, their effort to really understand and, and figure out what you've included. Um, another thing is, what about the installers? I mean, obviously somebody has to put this, uh, system together. Um, this Dolphin system was rather simple to put in. It was just kind of, you, you put it in a pipe and you're done about it. Um, but there are other systems out there that are very complicated when you're trying to, you know, when it's the cutting edge of new technology. Um, and the installers may not necessarily know how to set it up right. Uh, and you need to be honest with yourself. Um, also, you want to make sure that you're, you're when you are incorporating into your design, um, you want to make sure that it's easy to maintain, that it's easy to repair or replace. Um, Not only because if things go south, uh, but if they don't go south, I mean, you you still, these are some of the fundamental things of products that you used in design, Um, but especially so in some of these, um, you know, advanced products. Now you want to weigh the con side. Number four, we want to weigh the con side. What is the downside if this doesn't work? You know, or in fact, has to be removed. Is it something that you know? Is it? Is it? Are you basing your entire you know cooling system or heating system on this new product? Um, that if it doesn't work, it's going to be a huge step backwards. Um, obviously, that's kind of a worst case scenario, and you really don't want to have to. You don't want to be putting position where you're going there. Um, but what happens, what happens if it does, you know, I mean, do you have to modify if it's something small, We, you know, like the dolphin system, do you have to modify the piping work, uh, piping or the duck work in some way to make sure that it's, uh, easily, easily removable or that, uh, it's not going to impact the system. Um, you know, does the system have to be drained? What do you have to go through? Just a, a mental exercise. What do you have to go through to actually get this product out um, or do you just abandon it in place? Um, and what does that cause over the life of a system? You know, is that some, you know, negative, you know, some system effect? Does it, does it add pressure drop? Um, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different things that, that you, you should be thinking about in going through this evaluation uh, process. So, and obviously, one of the things, especially when you're talking with a rep, number five, where is it being used now? And, you know, I mean, do they have a knowledgeable support network? Is this something that, you know, only the people from the manufacturer can, uh, uh, you know, can, can troubleshoot for you? Or do you have some good local uh, support and service techs uh, out in your local area to be able to get to this product and, and help you out there? Um, you need to be able to uh, uh, you know contact uh, where the different installations are. Uh, you should be doing this as part of your evaluation process. So you're like, okay, where is it being used? Is it being used locally? Or you know, have has this rep actually sold this product uh, in your local area? If so, you need to be able to go to that uh, different you know uh, owner. Or maintenance staff, or engineer, and, and talk about it. You know what's what's been their experience with this product? Has it been good? Has it been bad? Are there some lessons learned that you can share? Um, you know, what about the installing contractors? Is there something that you can talk to him about and figure out exactly what you know what could be done better? Um, you know, in the next times uh, installing this sort of stuff. Also, I think the, you know, um, one more benefit, if it has been installed locally, uh, you need to, uh, you know, there could be some regional differences, um, you know, especially products are applied to different projects for different reasons. Um, so if you're looking to save water and you're in the Southwest, uh, you know, the, the dry, humid um, or the, the the, uh, the you know, the desert Southwest, so to speak, of the United States, um, you know, water conversations. Conservation is a big thing. Um, you know, it's extremely important. It may be less in the you know northeast northeastern uh, United States, um, but it's still uh, something that that it's it's going to play into the you know the ROI factor, the the importance factor in your decision. Um, so there's there's some regional differences, but if you can find somebody locally, um, you can understand why they selected and maybe see their pros and cons list to uh to be able to evaluate it um is this something that you need uh number six is this something that is it, is it so complicated is it something that you need some uh you know extra uh, consultant support um i mean it's not it's not unheard of uh, to have something that you may not necessarily be familiar with. And if it's something that, you know, the the owner wants to use and they're really, really enthusiastic and they're really adamant about using a certain product, uh, maybe you need to bring in a consultant that knows a lot about the product, that's, you know, has designed it, has used it, has installed it, um, you know, above and beyond the manufacturer's rep or the manufacturer. Maybe it's some other engineering uh, firm. Uh, maybe it's a specialty consultant um, do you is that something that you need to reach out to and figure out and and maybe add to your team uh, to be able to do this safely without you know minimizing risk? That that's the whole point of this is you want to minimize your risk, minimize your exposure. If things go wrong, um, other things you can do is, is take a look at the uh, your ASHRAE resources. Uh, if you if you belong to ASHRAE, uh, you maybe look up, you know, who's the expert in this particular area and take a look and contact them. Um, maybe work with other engineers or definitely look into your uh, existing network. Uh, even bounce the idea off other engineers. You know, talk to them, say, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about adding this product to my design. What do you think? What 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 would you do in this situation? And that's that kind of gives you an additional sounding board so you're not like, um, you know, all alone in making this decision and in this evaluation. So number seven, why do why use anything new at all uh, you know and I think you know my answer to that ultimately you're you're gonna need to um, evaluate new products you're gonna need this skill uh, to be able to do that and you know without getting into the habit of evaluating new products uh, you won't be able to stay relevant in the design community you'll you'll be doing the same thing that you've always been doing for the past you know couple decades and and that just won't that doesn't make you very marketable. That doesn't, that doesn't bring value to you. Um, you know and 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 realize that you know we're talking about new cutting edge product products now um but is there something that you use on on a daily basis that you haven't evaluated in quite a long time um there might be you know something new in pumps or in fans or in you know temperature controls Is, is there something that you're not staying relevant in that you need to go through and evaluate you know whether or not you know this product can be done better installed better um more pros and cons. Is there something just slightly different? Um, rarely do we find a case where there's something brand spanking new in the field of HVAC. Um, that's a rarity. But there are subtle improvements, um, you know, on products that it's getting better to do this or it's more efficient to do this. And I think that's that's where you need to kind of step up and keep that in the back of your mind. Um, and you might need to reevaluate existing products, um, even you know, uh, on a regular basis. And number eight, last step: make sure you document uh, this journey that you've done. Your vetting process. Share it internally. You know, a lot of times you go through this, and if it's just a bunch of conversations that you've had and you didn't write anything down, um, you're going to have to rely on your memory to you know bring that all up, and it might get fuzzy over you know a long time. Uh, Maybe you can share it with somebody who's hey, you know what, Uh, you know another engineer in your firm. Hey, you know what, I'm, I'm thinking about using this product. What what do you think? And you can kind of say, well, here's my notes that that I took evaluating this product, um, and and if you write it down, the best thing about that is that if you write it down, you can always edit it and modify it as you gain more information. You know, it can be just sort of a living document. Um, you know, a lot of the commissioning guys out there will understand a commi- you know a living document that you just you know update. Add things uh, as they go along, um, so it's it's very relevant. And even you know the be- the best way to kind of share this too is to uh, you know share it internally with your firm um, or maybe even with an Ashray chapter that you're like, hey, you know what? This is what I did. This is what I evaluated, and here's what I come up with. So that might be something that would be relevant that uh, people other people might have interest in doing. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for your time. I really do greatly appreciate it. I hope this was helpful. Um, if you're not a subscriber, again, consider subscribing to at HVAC360.com to the mailing list for weekly goodies. And if you would, leave me a some feedback. Um, you can uh, do that on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I'll give you a shout out if you actually go through the effort of doing that. I really do appreciate that. And it helps out the podcast quite a bit. Well, that's a wrap for this week of hvac 360. I'm your host, Matt Nelson, helping you go further and faster in the field of HVAC. And as always, know what you build and share what you know.